really trying to elevate and reimagine the way people learn in our ecosystem. You're listening to Accelerate, a ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about implementing the Now platform and getting you trained on it. Hey, everyone. This is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Dee Idris. We're your hosts, and we're excited to talk to you about training, certification, deploying, and achieving success with ServiceNow. Hi, Dee. How are you doing today? Good, good, Crystal. Great to be back. And I do want to point something out, by the way. Yeah. I've heard that people who come on our show always end up becoming way more famous afterwards. Really? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I, th- I think you're probably <laughs> right. Yeah, unless uh, unless they're already famous before they come here. But Andy, Andy is here with us. Andy Ho is the VP of Learning Experience and Innovation at ServiceNow. Andy, it's really nice to have you on the show. Well, thank you for... Welcome me in. I I don't know why I didn't get an invitation sooner than this. I've been listening to all of your great podcasts. And yes, all the, the attendees that join, I believe I am set up for fame and fortune after this, this call. That's pretty awesome. I hear you have a really huge following on LinkedIn. Yeah, so, you're yeah. you're already famous, Andy. We are excited to have you here, but yeah, you've got you've got quite the following. Thank you. Anyway, so Andy, you lead the Taco X team. What exactly does Taco X mean for our listeners? Well, how much time do I have here? <laughs> so, <laughs> the taco. So, I think people should understand is that taco is a term that we endear to within ServiceNow, and it stands for Training and Certification Organization. Now, if you don't like acronyms, I think most people can get behind the acronym for TACO. So we, we sort of lovingly call ourselves TACO internally. We don't necessarily go to market with that brand. So for those of you who are listening, um, that's why I'm being referred to as a part of this TACO group. There's also uh, what Crystal just said is the TACO X group. And so I lead a team within the training and certification organization that focuses on, as you just introduced me, the learning experience and innovation. And so the X stands for a couple of things. One, we like to think that the things we develop in our research and development lead to multiplying what our team does and what our company does. X also stands for experimentation, we are here as the, again, the R&D group, and we're, we're testing things out in the training world to see what new things we could bring to market. And X is also as the unknown, like in the variable in algebra, like, you know, what is this thing that we're trying to do is we're exploring things that nobody else has done before. And obviously, we're also here for X is the experience. We're really trying to elevate and reimagine the way people learn in our ecosystem. So Andy, that sounds wonderful and very innovative, obviously. What does that mean in terms of what your, your team does on a day-to-day basis? Crystal, it's a great question. Uh, I love answering this one because as somebody that's also, like you just let in with connected, I'm connected to folks in LinkedIn, connected to folks outside of even just the ServiceNow ecosystem. And I, I need to know what are the trends in training? What are, what are people, what are other companies doing as far as pushing the envelope in terms of the way people learn. I look at my teenagers and the way they learn how to play new games. And it's not sitting in front of 
you know, uh, somebody for three days and then going through a class while there is definite benefit to that. Like I would want the pilot of my airplane to have gone through 10,000 hours of training. Yes, there's places for that, but there's also places for informal learning. And so my team investigates a number of different ways that are out there in terms of how can we bring those experiences to the corporate world, to the technical training world, to the enterprise software world that we sit here in service now. So we're looking at things like virtual reality and the metaverse. We're looking at things like augmented reality. We're looking at things like not just AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning, but we're looking at neat things like conversational AI. Could we bring in people into a scenario that's asynchronous, that's not live, and talk to some bot and get uh, logical responses to my questions? And we're thinking of, are there ways that we could scale that through our ecosystem, through training and, and, and bringing new uh, experiences to, to our people? That's, that's really cool, Andy. I mean, I, I love the direction that your team is taking, and I'm privileged to work with your team on a daily basis, which is always fun. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about you know, the, the really cool stuff in a little more detail about what they're working on these days, maybe around the metaverse, the community-created content, et cetera? Absolutely. We, we just had our knowledge event uh, a couple months ago in May, and, and it's something that we have every single year. It's generally the pinnacle, considered the pinnacle, our Super Bowl, so to speak, of uh, marketing event and for us in training as well. So we love to go to these events to showcase what we're doing. If you were at any of the four locations that we just had uh, this past May at Knowledge, we brought the metaverse <laughs> to people in service now. And, and we affectionately internally, this is sort of an inside thing, but we call it the tacoverse. And so if you hear sort of me talk about our tacoverse, it's virtual reality. And, and we had a booth on the floor. So if you're a part of that, I thank you for stopping by. If not, we're looking to bring this to a bigger scale at future events, not just at knowledge, but, but even just for anybody even sitting in their home. We're in a hybrid work environment these days. We realize not everybody can fly to places taking advantage of the uh, opportunity that we have in front of us to leverage technology like headsets, like uh, what Meta has put out through uh, their Oculus, their two, their Quest 2. And so what have we done? We've created environments that simulate conferences, that simulate a learning environment, a classroom that you could be in. And so we actually had multiple headsets available on the showroom floor to be able to put people in our metaverse, our version of the metaverse, to give them an experience that's different than just being there. If you weren't there in person, you could be at home, put on your headset and walk through our quote unquote metaverse. I'll also mention, D, you, you mentioned the, the community created content. So that this is a program where I mentioned gaming earlier with my teenage kids. And when they go and learn a game, they don't necessarily go into the game and go to the manufacturer and find out how to play that game from the manufacturer. They go to other experts that are using that game, that are playing that game, playing that app. I don't actually see it done really well in the technical training or enterprise software world where our competitors, we do what we do really well, which is create training, whether it's in instructor-led, whether it's uh, e-learning, whether it's virtual instructor-led. 
But there's also a plethora, a, a really rich customer base and partner base that have a lot of information and a lot of knowledge to share. And so are there ways like the gaming industry where we could crowdsource that information, crowdsource that knowledge from our ecosystem? And so we've, we've been looking for ways to do that through social media platforms. David Giamona on my team has been working on looking at ways to um, bring in community authors to help augment the portfolio that we currently have. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I was at Knowledge in, in The Hague, and I saw how popular the Metaverse demo was. There was a line out, out the door, or out the hallway, I should say. People were gravitating towards that virtual reality experience, like nobody's business. Yeah, and I, I missed Knowledge, but, but I heard about that. And I mean, Crystal, that sounds like it was quite the experience. And, you know, Andy, you, you gave us awesome details around it. So I'll be sure to catch it at the next event, but definitely encourage folks to check it out. Well, like I said, you didn't even have to be there. Like if you have, <laughs> and, and now there's a cost with getting a headset. And the beauty of this technology is technically you don't even need the headset. You can actually view what we have through our browser or through, through any web browser. Now, you're not going to get the full experience of feeling like now, this was the beautiful thing about being in all these different places is when you put the headset on somebody and they're actually in this environment, their mind is blown because it, the technology is really advanced. And I would say in the last year. So if you haven't done it in the last year, putting on this headset, you really start to see where technology could take us from creating an immersive environment and more importantly, an immersive experience. So you can you no longer just watch a video and learn something. You can actually be in an environment and feel like you're interacting with people there are in a whole country away, a whole world away. So it's it's really exciting things that we're we're tapping into, and hopefully we will be bring or we're looking forward to bringing these things to our market uh, in the coming months. Hey Andy, I wanted to kind of touch a little bit more on the community created content. Can you tell our listeners if that's technical content or is it business content, and how can someone take advantage of it if they're looking to access that content and use it to their advantage? Great question, D. I love it. So. Like I said, we're looking to crowdsource content to augment what's in our portfolio. We know that as ServiceNow, we have a certain perspective on how to do things. And, and we believe we have gathered best practices and we're providing that for our customers in our training classes. Uh, we do a fantastic job. Uh, we get a lot of great feedback from our teams. Like I said, there's a lot of other things that are out there that are People have knowledge. They they are doing this day in and day out. They are. Um, I, I can't resist bringing in a car analogy. They are driving our car for us, and they know best ways to turn a corner or or to to go down a straightaway. And so, the content that is provided, we are looking to have a full breadth in our portfolio. So this, even though a lot of the content that comes out is technical in nature for our technical personas, like our sysadmins our developers, our implementers, our consultants and analysts, we are looking for a whole breadth because doing work in our ServiceNow ecosystem is not just about the technical skills that you have. It's about these power skills that you have, managing your time, managing relationships. Those are things that people become experts at in our ecosystem, and we want to hear about that. And so your other question was, how can we access this? Well, 
This is a great opportunity to, for me to mention our Now Learning platform. So if you don't already have a profile in Now Learning, I will encourage you to get in there because that's where all of our content resides. Uh, we have everything from you're just getting started in your career to I've been doing this for a couple of years. And these are some quote unquote more advanced topics. Now learning is the home for you to start your journey and learning more and more about our platform. We are looking for other avenues though. It's not all about now learning. Now, now learning will get you to a place where we can track what you're doing, help reward you and recognize you. But we are looking for other places. Uh, we mentioned LinkedIn and Twitter at the, at the beginning of this call. There's definitely social avenues and platforms that we can leverage, but we would like to have our folks create profiles in now learning so we can help you along and know that, oh, hey, D's at this part of his uh, journey in learning about this part of service now, we can offer him other places to go. And maybe we route them outside, but we also have, we want to have a robust catalog in there that's not just developed by people that work at ServiceNow, but uh, we have a, a whole community, uh, so to speak, uh, of people feeding into our portfolio. So Andy, here's the million dollar question for you. When can our customers expect to see some of these really cool innovations come to life in the classroom or virtually? Great question, Crystal. So we already see some of these in the classroom. So a uh, couple of things that we've done around, if you follow me on LinkedIn, that's sort of a plug for that, but we, we've been showing off and showcasing some of the videos that we've been producing. We have already have 12 community authors that are part of our Now Learning catalog. So if you haven't heard about this before, this is a great time to get in to say, hey, I was one of the first X number of people that were part of this initiative that we're bringing to market. As far as the virtual reality and the augmented reality, we have that in our roadmap. We are looking to bring things in within the next well, six to 12 months. We are looking to bring this mainstream so that people that have a device can actually put on the device and work within ServiceNow in our platform and learn about it there. Um, or we might just keep this to uh, sort of events and, and bring them to places like Knowledge, Now Forums, uh, to bring that to, to people there or just bring it to their home, just make this available to them. So we are working on this right now, very early stage as far as bringing it to the masses, but we do have innovations that we are already starting to bring into our portfolio. That's great, Andy. So one final question for you. You and your team are at the forefront of looking at you know, what training solutions folks are looking to take advantage of you know, in the future, kind of look, looking down the line. So from your perspective, and in your opinion, how do you see training as an industry evolving from here on out? I love that I get a platform to talk about this. I could talk about this for a while. <laughs> um, so I, I appreciate you asking the question. I literally just got back from a conference two days ago uh, that met with other learning leaders in the industry, not just ServiceNow, but just across multiple industries. There were a lot of different companies represented there. And we, we talked about this question of where do we see training going? Where do we see the um, evolution of how people learn and how we have to reimagine this from uh, our training standpoint and, and how we architect experiences for them? In the industry and in, in society now, uh, especially if you look at sort of the Gen Z and the Alpha Gen that's coming up and up and coming, they're used to playing games. That, that was one uh, thing that, that sort of stuck out is that that's how they experience life in general. And when they come to work, 
when things are gamified, it really resonates with them. So there, there's a there's a trend towards that. There's a trend towards I just want to learn skills. I want to don't pigeonhole me into a specific role. I want to be able to showcase that I can do a multitude of things, you know, and so it's, you know, am I quote unquote, just an admin or just a developer? Can we create a portfolio of training experiences that give our, the people in our ecosystem, the ability to learn separate skills and to be recognized for those skills and to show a breadth of those skills across their own resume. And we want to be able to showcase that for folks as they look for other opportunities. At the end of the day, I think what's going to resonate fully across society, not just the ServiceNow ecosystem, is that we really want to cultivate lifelong learners. We have to plant that seed. We have to be able to nurture that within our ecosystem that we want people to really love learning. And, and that's something that's that's core to me. Uh, if you look at my resume, if you look at my experience, if you look at, you know, hopefully it's come through in this, this podcast here is that I love learning. I love watching people learn. I want people to experience learning in the same way that they would um, their hobbies, uh, their the games, reading books. This is my hobby. This is what I love to do. And, and I think that's where training is headed. I think that's where uh, teams like mine are looking for experiences that people really gravitate towards. And not just because it's cool, but because they're learning something and that they have a skill that they can be recognized for, be rewarded for, be compensated for. And it's just part of what they do in life. And I think that's where society's going. I think that's what we're trying to latch onto in the types of innovation that we're bringing uh, to our ServiceNow ecosystem. So I'm super privileged to be able to do this. I, I welcome people to sort of join us in this, um, this campaign, this evolution, revolution that we're all a part of. Uh, so I, I encourage you to, to find me on LinkedIn, to find me on Twitter, just really enjoy this conversation that we're having. Well, Andy, I really enjoyed the conversation and I'm sure I can speak safely for Dee and say that he did as well. This was really enlightening and I really appreciate your time. This brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for chatting with us and talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Where do I pick up my famous card? Am I, do I get this after this podcast? <laughs> it's in the mail. It's in the mail, Andy. <laughs> Thank you both for having me. I appreciate it. This is it for today's episode. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris, and this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. Look for us in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. And be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode. 